0: Ken's Classics! Yes, welcome to Ken's Classics. This week's classic is Jeffrey Coombs. The year was 2019 and the Sleepy Hollow International Film Festival was premiering Nevermore. An evening with Edgar Allan Poe and the Joe playing Poe was no average Poe. He was Jeffrey Coombs, the star of such classics as Reanimator, Cellar, Dweller, Fortress, Frightmare, Dr. Mordred, The Man with Two Brains, Motivational Growth, Peter Jackson's The Frighteners, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, the trip down memory lane, Jeffrey Coombs! Give him a hand! Kind of joke today, but with a man that you've sure to have heard the name of, I've definitely seen him in movies. Once upon a night dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over, over
1: many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten
0: lore. Yeah. That's right. While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly I heard a tapping, as if someone gently rapping. Rapping, rapping
1: at my chamber door, tis some visitor, I muttered. Mm -hmm. Rapping at my chamber door. This it is. This is. And nothing more. <laughs>
0: but this is my visitor. It's Jeffrey Coombs. He's the star of such films as Honky Tonk, Frightmare, The Man with Two Brains, Reanimate, a series of films, Cellar Dweller, The Phantom Empire, Robot Jocks, Trances 2. He's been on the Flash TV series, Beauty and the Beast TV series. Dr. Mordred Fortress, Castle Freak, The Frighteners, I Know What You Did Last Summer, The House on Haunted Hill and its sequel, Deep Space Nine. He's done so many things we can't, we don't have the time to talk about the them all, but I'm very, very grateful to have Dr. Herbert West.
1: You talked, you started with honky tonk freeway. Yeah. Obscure. Obscure. Honky and tonk. yet, hold on one second. And and yet my first uh, my first foray into the movies
0: That's it right. kinda
1: kinda got it all started. A movie, not a very good movie, but directed by the great John Schlesinger.
0: That's right. Who,
1: Corrected Midnight Cowboy, among other things.
0: That's so. right. I secretly still have my copy. So if I ever bump into you at some stage, I make, <gasps> it, I make a point of carrying my VHS copy of that so I can get you to sign it at some point.
1: VHS copy. Yeah. You are amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so just, just know if you see me, I'll send you a picture. If you see me walking up to you at some point, you know that I've probably got a copy of that to get you to autograph the joke. Uh, okay,
1: <laughs> I'll be so excited to, and I won't understand why, but yeah. <laughs> I'll sign it anyway.
0: Yeah, or or, or, in, or in a different scenario, if you're sitting there signing autographs and a copy of that sort of comes in front of you and you don't look up, you'll know exactly. I don't what even it. have
1: to look up. Yeah. I'll know it, Joe.
0: That's right, very good.
1: Because no one has ever <laughs> come to me with the VHS. Of have hugged freeway and said,
0: would you sign this? Well, that'll be great. That'll be... All right. That'll, that'll be, be a moment. A, that'll be original moment. Now, Jeff, we can't talk about all of the things that you've done, or certainly all things I, I would love to pick your brains about because we're here to talk about something else other than movies. But we, like, uh, look, uh, at the top of our conversation, like I said, we have a little bit of crossover. Like you said, Vernon Wells, uh, you're over here doing Fortress, a little bit of crossover there. Um, yeah. Another bit of crossover is you were in Trances too, and I... Uh, I'm, I'm very good on good speaking terms. <laughs> I, I don't want to say we're friends because I haven't known him that long, but I've certainly been a fan of him all my life. Is Tim Thomason when you did Tramp. Tim, Tim.
1: Thomason. First time I ever met Tim Thomason, I was a young lad of about 18 and I was doing theater and the way this theater worked was everybody was auditioned and then they said you're part of the company and then on the first day everybody auditions for the directors and then you get cast well Tim Thomerson was one of us and uh, (laughs) I'll never forget he got called back for a midsummer night's dream and you know tim is a really talented guy he's hilarious i love that guy but shakespeare kind of kind of threw him for a loop and uh, he started improving right because he just that was impossible what he was had to say you know masters i pray you please gather round and you know, and so that we may you you know and he just looked at it and went guys <laughs> come here sort of uh yeah. that was sort of exit stage left for Tim Thompson but boy he got a laugh. That's and awesome. uh that's what he knows how to do. He's so a years man. later I told him that story and he goes, Yeah man, I didn't get cats very well. I hit the road.
0: Yeah. He's fa- <laughs> he's a fantastic guy. If you ever see if you ever see him again real soon, give him to tell you his Sam Peckin part story in case you don't know it.
1: Oh, I'd love to hear that one.
0: Yeah, it's he- a good one. It's a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sam so, Thompson.
0: Yeah, another Good. couple of films I'd like to just talk to you about briefly. Just a b- bit of fan service before we union. Fire away. Cellar Dweller. Love Cellar Dweller. Okay. What was Cellar Dweller like to do?
1: Uh, quite quick. All right. Uh, here, here's, a, here's the skinny on Cellar Dweller. Okay. Stuart Gordon was shooting robot jocks.
0: Yes, also, love that one. In Italy. Yep. The
1: Cellar Dweller was shot in Italy. Yep. Stewart wanted me, I don't know why, <laughs> but he wanted me for a, he'd already cast the movie, it's in Italy, I'm not in it, that's okay, but he says, I want you to come play this little cameo role. It really was not a very pivotal role in any way, shape, or form, but he just wanted me to be there. So Charlie Band said, hey, listen, since you're... Over there doing that for one day. Why don't you do a day on cellar dweller as well? And so that that um, that that made my stay in Italy longer. Yeah. Uh, I brought my girlfriend, who's now my wife for all oh, 30 years. In uh, in less than a month, 30 years we've been married. Yeah. Kind of clinched the deal. But I, quite honestly, I don't remember much about cellar dweller oh, or my okay. shooting on it. Uh, I walked correct. around with a hatchet. Thought I. Heard things while I was drawing. Uh, thank you very much. Bye bye. Right.
0: What about this? Might be another, probably too obscure to talk about, but the Phantom Empire.
1: Phantom Empire was really a bizarre uh, moment in my career. I I had done a movie called Cyclone with Fred Olen Ray, yes. and. Fred called me one day He actually was at the time like a neighbor of mine He lived down the street from oh, okay. me Which was like total coincidence right, right. And he called me and he said Listen I'm making a movie in a week In one week Would love to have you in it Are you interested Well I had nothing else going on And I thought well one week uh, Can you make a movie in a week Let's find out I, Well I this is what I found out You right, can't right. You you really kind of can't It's uh, It's a struggle and it's it's uh, not all the pieces are there. It's a, it's a, it's ill advised. But he did it, and uh, and I did it, and so. Yes.
0: Yeah. There you have. it There you go. For Australian listeners, Jeffrey was here in the great down under making uh, yet another film with Stuart Gordon. Film I really love starring Kiss, Christopher Lambert, uh, Australia's own um, Vernon Wells. Vernon uh, oh, Wells. Tommy Toll. Yes. Was Kirkwood
1: Fortress.
0: Smith. Yeah. Yes. Huge movie, Fortress. What was what was your t- what, time down in Australia like while filming Fortress?
1: Oh. It it was fabulous, man. I, I, I was right on Surfer's Paradise. I had a 180 view on the 10th floor of, of the ocean. Uh, I really enjoyed making that movie. The crew, the It was great. Cast was great. I, you know, when I got there, they said, so listen, I'm I'm like, I'm looking at the beach and I'm going, man. And they go, listen, first thing, don't get a tan. We're in an underground prison. No tans. I'm like, man, this is going to be hard (laughs) to do. But. That's all right. I did it. You know what I came out of Fortress with? A Ooh. deep, abiding, and decades long appreciation. Not only for Australia, not only for your people, not only for uh, Mud Bugs, moder- what are, what are they, Something Bay Mud Bugs.
0: Right. Whatever. Mud- oh, Morton Bay Bugs.
1: Morton Bay Bugs.
0: That's fantastic. You like Morton yeah, Bay Bugs?
1: And yeah. Blondies. Right. Blundstones. Right. So we, we were in an underground prison, and they had us all in these, like, pull-on, like, construction booths, and I said, these are terrific, man. Good. Can I have these afterwards or buy them? And they're saying, yeah, mate, you won't finish. You go ahead. We don't care. We got plenty. And it was like, this was way before Blundies were like styling. Right. I'm looking at them right now. I still have them. That's there
0: fantastic. they are. That is fantastic. You're a card-carrying legend, sir. Well done.
1: I'm, I'm culturally uh, co-opting your culture. I, I know. took you, it right away. I see you, the good things and I take them.
0: You did and also, job.
1: you guys really confused me with like, they'd say, okay, we have a snack. We're going to have Cheerios. Right. And I'm thinking, why would we have cereal?
0: That's right. My wife. Why would
1: we have cereal for a snack? This is all wrong. And yeah. then I see, oh, oh, okay, I get it. Cheerios are like little weenies.
0: Yeah, oh. That's right. I think you call them cocktail weenies, don't
1: you? I don't know. No, okay. I don't know what we call them. Okay. I call them a little hot dog,
0: a little, little weenie. Little sausages, yeah. Little sausages, yeah. yeah. All right. So I love Australia. That's fantastic. Love we love you too, Jeff. So let's talk about yeah. Nevermore. Stuart Gordon, obviously, directs Nevermore, in which you play Edgar Allan Poe. Was that the first time in Masters of Horror you played Edgar Allan Poe? Right. Yeah. So was that the first time prior to the play?
1: Yeah. It yeah. kind of went like this. I was reading biographies, historical biographies, trying to find somebody in history that maybe I could portray maybe in a movie I wasn't thinking about theater at all no. and I came across Poe when I read this captivating biography of him and I, I just thought why hasn't anyone ever made a movie about him which I mentioned to Stewart and then yeah. a year a year later yeah. he called me up and said would you want to play Poe I'm doing a Masters of Horror episode and uh, here's the script brilliant script um, beautifully shot Beautifully shot. actually, the last thing I ever have done that was at, on film. Right, right. Af- after that, everything is digital, and film is no longer happening. Right. But then, it, it, that was one of the that was one of the uh, lures to these masters of horror directors. Yeah. Was you will get to work on film. Okay. So it was. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's shot so beautifully. It is and. Beautiful. Right while we were shooting that Stuart said you ought to do a one man show of Poe and I was like get out of here that's just not happening I'm too lazy I don't want to do that but he kept gently pushing me for over a year, yeah. more, until I finally kind of went, okay, well, what would this be like? Yeah. And very quickly, we kind of got a spine together of like, we'll open with this poem, and then we'll do that, and I'll recite Telltale hard, and I'll do Annabelle. I'll do all the the ones that we really felt were, were appropriate and fitting with our little... With our with our little arc that we yeah. came up with, and um, Stuart found a little theater, and it was a four week run that turned into well, over a year year and a half. I mm. would periodically do it there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I started. Then then I kind of got invitations to do it elsewhere. Baltimore, where he's buried, I actually did it in a. In a in a meeting hall right next to his grave, yeah, uh, which at. was quite meaningful. That's,
0: yeah, that's. I've done fun. it in
1: Boston, Austin, Nashville, Las Vegas, San Diego, yeah. Montreal, and now um,
0: at the uh, Sleepy uh, Hollow, the New Sleeping York Sleepy Hollow Film Festival. That's right on uh, the te- from the 10th to the 13th of October. Right, I'm I- on the on the, you're on the 12th, alright, on the 12th of October at the Sleepy Hollow International Film Festival. Right. Come and see the what is considered a landmark performance. Wow, that's what they use the word landmark performance. Landmark, I guess that's like
1: seeing a buoy out on the ocean. Yeah. And you go, oh, look, a landmark.
0: That would be like <laughs> that would be like if if you saw a bit of land in the background in Jaws, and you just say, Why don't they head for the land?
1: Let's like, head for the
0: land. Yeah, don't keep going out to sea. The landmark
1: performance. That's and right. You know, my performance makes a mark on the land. That's I true. don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, but Jeffrey, look, we've we're just about out of time. It's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you. Say i bu- it,
1: ain't. No, we're having fun.
0: I but, know. Uh, We've got I've got two one answer questions left.
1: Okay, one answer, one word, right. and yeah, maybe so, maybe if I'm lucky.
0: Okay, right, go. Alright, right. so one of them is from my friend Craig Mullins. Share that to Craig Mullins. He is no doubt he is hands down the, the biggest card carrying reanimator fan I think on the planet. Um, oh no, bless him. And his question to you, Jeffrey, is will you ever play Herbert West again?
1: Short one-word answer, which is already uh, moot because I'm talking. Okay. Would be perhaps.
0: perhaps. Ooh. So if you were if you were lured by the right story. There
1: is a there's always been ebb and flow of talk, but there's sort of new babble going on, and so so maybe. You're right. May, maybe. Maybe.
0: And and you, my... you
1: never know. I, I I I would like to round it out and. Finish up the saga in a you know, with a bang. Yeah, so, right, yeah. so let's let's just see how that goes. Go, go let's out, hope so. We can a, hope. Go
0: out with a bang instead of a whimper.
1: That's right.
0: That's, That's right. right. And my my final question: How cool is Bruce Boxleiter?
1: Bruce Boxleiter is a great guy. You know, when I did um,
0: Contagion. Huh?
1: Babylon 5. Oh, Babylon Five. Yeah. Uh, he had not come on board. In fact, I was in the last episode of the first season of Babylon Five, yeah. and with the other captain, and then it, and it was like, oh, somebody else is taking over. So, I didn't get to work with him there, but I did do a movie with him. Yes. And uh, he couldn't have been a nicer guy. I run into him sometimes on the convention circuit, and we're always happy to see each other. He's uh, lights up a room that guy I like him
0: a lot and I feel the same way about you we didn't get to talk about the Frighteners which is one of my favorite performances of yours oh that's a
1: twisty twisty one isn't it I just one of my golden memories
0: I know it's beautiful so you got you got to do Australia and New Zealand
1: I am batting a thousand well maybe you don't understand that term you don't understand that term batting a thousand. Right. You Do you understand what I'm saying batting when I say th- I'm batting a yeah, thousand?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know the baseball terms. So. All
1: right. I in fact, you, I in got... fact I want you to know yeah. when I was in Queensland,
0: yeah,
1: I went to a baseball game.
0: That's fantastic.
1: They had the they, they were they were they were describing the
0: rules
1: yeah. as now he hit the ball, <laughs> he's got to get to first base before the fella with the ball gets it to the first base. And I'm like going, oh my god. <laughs> God, it was great. That's it great. was great.
0: Have you considered doing an Australian movie, which you play in Australian? You do that.
1: I, I think I would fail miserably. My my my, my dialects are more cartoonish than oh. they are realistic. Well, I, think, and I, 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 I need work.
0: I think it was good. I think you could be <laughs> like the you could be the weird old guy that lives on the outside of town.
1: Yeah, I could. Well, I am, but I could. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's weird with dialects. You mm. know. He's doing American accent. It's like sometimes I go, well, that's pretty good, but. Region is he from? Because I can't really tell, <laughs> and I'm sure Aussies feel the same way. Like, well, oh,
0: little,
1: where's he from?
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't really have a regional sort of dialogue. Uh, I
1: bet you do. I'm I like, bet people from Queensland talk a little bit different than people
0: from Perth. Yeah, probably a little bit slower is probably the only difference. <laughs>
1: Who's slower? That's yeah. what I want yeah.
0: to know. You know, like how you go, ma?
1: There you go. See, you have you have regionalisms. That's yeah. what actors call it. Regional-
0: Regionalism. Regionalism. There we go. But Jeffrey, look, it has been a singular honor for to talk Thank to you. Sir. Yeah. And and look, get out and see Nevermore. Come and see Jeffrey on the 12th of October.
1: I hope S- that uh, anybody Regular. in the East Coast uh, can make it up there. Yeah. It's a Beautiful yeah. venue and and, of course, and catch the entire film festival. Yeah, right.
0: Look, and of course we look forward to Jeffrey bringing the play. You should come and do a tour. Down under, you should come and do Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, like everyone else does.
1: From your lips to a producer's ears.
0: Okay. How about that? All right, producers listening, bring Jeffrey over here with Nevermore because we really uh, want to see that's, it.
1: That's the way that works. Okay. All right, pal. You're the best. Good on you. Yeah. And uh, and and my best to your lovely country. Okay. Thank
0: you. Good on you, Jeff. See you later, mate. See you later.